With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has room. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. The Kidley right from the logo. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by Drift Car Sharing. I'm your host, as always, Henry Chisholm. And like I said yesterday, today's actually going to be a pretty awesome show, a little bit different than what we usually do, because we have two incredibly special guests on the show with us from Buff Soccer. Uh, JJ Tompkins. Should I call you JJ or Jalen? JJ is good. JJ. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Also, like when you write that, do you write with dots? Dots. Not J-A-Y, J-A-Y. No? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good just to know. J is simple. Very simple. <laughs> That's the way it should be. And also, Taylor Korniak. Hey. Um, and here we are talking to you. Um, okay. So if you guys haven't been following along with Buff Soccer this season, first of all, like you should be, like shame on you. Um, but also... They're really good. Uh, 9-1-0. and oh. The one loss was to the defending national champions, Florida State, at Florida State, and they should not have lost that game. And we might talk about that a little bit more later. But uh, it's a really exciting time for Buff Soccer, and we want to figure out why. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys just a little bit more about drift car sharing. So who wants to make more money? Everyone wants to make more money. Here's the easiest way you can add a few bucks to your wallet. Uh, Denver's newest travel hack is here. Drift shares locally owned cars with incoming travelers at Denver International Airport for a better experience than car rental. Skip the chaos to save on time and fees when you book, or you can share your car to earn and park for free while you travel. Plus, there's no under 25 fee rule, so it's perfect for friends coming to visit. Drift is great if you're going home for break and perfect for extended travel like a semester abroad. Allstate Insurance covers your car every trip and Drift cleans it inside and out. That's right, even if your car isn't rented out when you travel, Drift will still clean your car upon your arrival. 
Get all the info on drivedrift.com. That's drivedrift.com. Okay, back to soccer. So, I mean, you guys had like a pretty hot start last year too. Like I think six, two and one, maybe something like that, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't against nearly the same caliber of teams. What's it like playing teams like Florida State and Baylor and Texas and Denver, like just back to back to back? Either one of you. Like I think the thing about that those teams is you wake up and you kind of like rise to the occasion. You know, um, love playing the Colorado Cup and all that, but it, it's just a different feeling when you get to play Baylor, who made it to the lead eight, I believe, two years in a row, and Texas, who I believe won the Big Twelve last year. I don't know about that, but I have no idea. Okay, I believe they did. I could be wrong, but. Teams like that, kind of, you know, the defending national champions, you want to play, you want to prove yourself at the highest level. And I feel like for players like Taylor, myself, and really the majority of the team who have aspirations to play after, um, it's exciting. You know, you just know, like, people are going to be watching the game. You know, um, it's going to be fun. Win or lose, it's going to be really fun because the intensity is so high and the pressure is high. And I think the coaches do a great job of, like, pushing us to rise to those occasions. Yeah, and along with that, um, it's going to really help our RPI towards the end of the season. So um, it will give us a good chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. And last year you guys didn't because of the RPI mm-hmm. and like, you know, I, I wasn't around for that. I just started covering the bus this year, but I've heard a lot about the RPI and what happened with that. Like what, can you guys explain what really happened there? Um, it was pretty disappointing. Um, we had a really great start to Pac-12 conference play. And then uh, what was it? UCLA, USC, Utah, Stanford, Stanford. Yeah. Once the Stanford game hit, that was our downfall, but <laughs> um, what happened in the Stanford game? Well, uh, um, so it was one team came to play. Yeah, one team came yeah. to play. One team didn't. Um, it was seven zero. It was their senior day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we really th- thought we had it, and then we didn't have it. But it was a learning moment, at least for myself, and I believe for everybody that you can't. Just because you feel good, you can't go into a game expecting. Like, you have to start off hot from the right beginning. They scored within, what, three minutes, and then it was downhill from there. Yeah, I think we took it a little too lightly, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say. Us and Stanford's were the only ones unbeaten at the time. But I think the frustrating thing with RPI is that you play these teams like we played Michigan State, Marquette, um, Mizzou, who previous years ha- had great seasons, yeah. and their RPI was high. And it just so happened that we played them in the season where their RPI wasn't high. So beating them, while it felt great for us, meant nothing to the committee. Yeah. Um, And so that's frustrating because you schedule these games, I'm assuming, I'm not a coach, but I'm assuming pretty far in advance. And you just expect that they're going to be good again. And they just had an off year. And now Mizzou's doing well. I mean, Mm -hmm. I believe every team played last year is doing much better. So, And to be honest, you can kind of see that happen just a little bit with this year's teams too. You know, you play Baylor when they're ranked. You play Texas when they're ranked. Uh, Even Florida State, when you scheduled them, they should have probably been number one. And then they dropped those two games Mm -hmm. like USC, UCLA. Is that right? Maybe maybe Stanford was one of those. They lost to USC and UCLA. Oh, nice. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about, Um, but, but yeah, like it's, it's frustrating because you don't know. I think the first RPI rankings just came out this week, right? Mm -hmm. You guys are 20th there, 17th in the coaches poll. Mm -hmm. Seems to me like you guys should be just a little bit higher, but we don't need to dig into that right now. I mean, it's that one Florida state game. When, when you, when you lose that game to Stanford though, how, how do you make sure that something like that doesn't happen again? Like what's different now? Well, I think we just got to take each game like, one by one. Like, I think right now we're just focusing on Oregon and we should have done that against Stanford, but I think we were looking too far into advance, I guess. But, um, yeah, I just think right now it's Oregon. So we just got to come in and make sure that we're just focusing on them and making sure we get the win for there. 
Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. And you guys are kind of like the leaders on this team. I don't think that that's like a hot take at all. Like I, th I was going to go through some of like the accomplishments earlier, but we can just do this real briefly now. Right now, uh, JJ is actually, do you guys want to guess? Oh, don't peek. You're peeking <laughs> in my notes. See anyway, I'm blind. <laughs> um, right now, JJ, how many people do you think have more shutouts so far this season? Do you pay attention to this kind of stuff? In the Pac-12 or? Whole country. Oh. All 335 soccer teams. Oh God, I would say like 20, 30, 40. One. Yeah, there's only one girl who has posted more shutouts Shout in the out entire D -team. country. If you ever yeah. listen to this podcast, that's all 11. <laughs> Defend with 11, attack with 11. I know, it's pretty crazy, like, looking through these numbers because, you know, we knew coming into it, like, you guys are very talented soccer players. That was obvious. But to see, like, when there is this much competition throughout the entire country, it's not like FBS football where there's only 130 teams. Like, you have just random little schools that mm. could just get hot. Like, to be this consistent, you know, you're top 20 in goals against average, uh, on pace to break your own school record. Um, all the women's national team stuff, uh, youth women's national team stuff you both have done. All Pac-12, keeper of the week this week. That's pretty cool stuff. And then Taylor, for you guys who don't follow along, she's 14th in points per game in the country, second in shots per game. Uh, only two girls in the entire country have scored more game winners this season. Uh, pretty, pretty awesome stuff. Second ever All-American for CU. That I couldn't get totally confirmed, but by my count, I think that that's correct. It sounds the pretty cool. Points leader? For sure. Get that one, the tie. Oh, is she now? Record? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and you're, you're, you have JJ. the wins. You have the wins record, no, too. Taylor, you got that. <laughs> no, we got the 93 <laughs> points. Tied 93 points. Nikki Marshall. Oh, yeah. So yes. she's... So that's why you guys need to go to the game this weekend. Yes. Taylor's about to set a record. Go tomorrow. She's <laughs> We're plugging it hard. I uh, we're going to say this a couple times, but Oregon at 3.30 on Thursday uh, at Prent Up Field. Am I saying that right? That's how I said it. Okay, that's good to know. I've never actually <laughs> checked. Um, first 200 fans get CU Vuvuzelas, which oh, is awesome. Man. And are we going to be allowed to actually blow those at the game? Okay, yeah. yeah that so, was at so we are all going to be packed. I know, like, you. We can get into this. This is a whole nother thing. But then also on Sunday, Oregon State, uh, one o'clock, two o'clock. That's a two o'clock game right before the Broncos. That's how we're going to keep track. But I will still be there. And you guys better be out there too, bringing your Vuvuzelas because it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, back to this season though. Um, yeah. I mean, what what is it about this team? Like, why are you guys able to win? Like, obviously the defense has been solid. You're not giving up many goals, but what's different about this year, I guess? Do you want me to go? Um, I, and I mean this with my entire heart. Okay. It, this season just feels different. The vibe, the positivity, the, the atmosphere. I mean, everybody goes into training, just happy to be there, whether huh. starting, sitting, anything. I mean, the, you would never know if you came to training, you just see happiness and scoring goals and celebrating hard. And Taylor scores a banger on me or Stephanie chips me from 40 yards out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I'm pissed off in the moment, but I'm excited yeah. to see it. And so it's just, I think what Taylor said, taking one game at a time and just as importantly, only focusing on ourselves. Like, I mean, somebody said that Pac-12 teams were like going into conference play, like 
all almost undefeated, you know, X amount of losses. And f- I didn't even look at that. I've been focusing so much on huh. ourselves and our team that, and that's not normal for me because I'm a huge soccer nerd. I love knowing all the stats and all that. Um, <laughs> And so I think the vibe and the energy and the leadership from the entire senior class has been just bring a new energy. Huh. I also think that we got to take into consideration the freshmen and how much they um, impacted the game. I think Tessa Barton is has been outstanding for yeah. us. And with Rue being injured, um, that kind of hurt us a little bit, but now she's getting back into it and we're really excited to see what she can do is for she, the rest of the season. Do we, do we know if she's going to be back this weekend? Um, yeah, okay, we're getting a little yeah. Come to the game to find out. Yes, exactly. Great <laughs> plug. Great plug. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all great stuff. And I mean, I hadn't really followed soccer too much before. Obvi- obviously, I'm not even like from Boulder. We haven't talked. With- I have never met these two girls before right now, which is a weird thing, especially considering that me and JJ's dad watched the first two soccer games together. <laughs> like we just ran oh, into yeah. each other. Like we're we were Twitter in the friends. ticket line together. <laughs> we are Twitter friends. We are all Twitter friends. <laughs> Twitter follower. I love following you. Follow all three of us. It'll be a good time. We have more inside jokes and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun to watch and see like you guys actually are even like in that Florida State game, you're controlling play. Like you're actually getting chances against really good soccer teams. And there's obviously going to be more of that. You have to play all the Pac-12 teams, but it's just such an exciting time for buff soccer. It's been a lot of fun to be a part of. Okay. Back to Florida state, like one more time, because I know you guys don't want to talk about it too much for whatever reason. But, uh, one of the things we noticed is that Taylor got called for this <laughs> terrible. She went up for a header. Another girl went up for a header. It looked like Taylor kind of knocked her down. But if you guys don't know, Taylor's six foot one. Yeah. How, how, how real is that? Are you like a little under six, no, one, a little six over one. six, one, just like, like straight up six, one, six one. Yeah. not even stretching a little. Maybe with the shoes on, maybe I get a little okay. near 6'2", but Same. I'm pretty Oh, yeah? Much, yeah? Oh, it goes up. Yeah, it goes up. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> <No>. Doesn't go down. <laughs> Doesn't go down. <laughs> <laughs> but how, how frustrating is that for you to get called for that kind of stuff just because you are bigger? Yeah, I mean, I've been dealing with it all my life. Like, huh. if I just... If someone just hits me, they bounce off of me and then and it looks bad. And, and then it looks bad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's, I'm never, I was never the type of person to go at somebody and like intentionally follow them. Like, it's just not how I play. So when girls just hit me and, <laughs> and like they bounce off me, like it's an, it's an automatic foul. Like, mm-hmm. so it's just been really frustrating. But that Florida State one, I went up for a header. She obviously fell down <laughs> and then they pulled out the yellow card and then they went to VAR to check if it was a red card and you did nothing and I did absolutely nothing except for try to go to the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> but, is that something that you think will get easier when you go to the next level, like playing pro soccer, wherever you end up going, like, yeah, because I mean, they're bigger and stronger. Yeah. I would say they're definitely bigger and stronger, so they're not going to easily bounce off me. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it'll get a lot easier, but I'm still like probably one of the tallest soccer players and the world. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, nice. I really don't think there's anybody taller than me. Are you taller than Samuels? Yeah. Right. Really? Well, you can play on the full team. You'll be the tallest player on the full team ever. <laughs> put that in the facts. Oh, we will <laughs> put that so. in the facts oh for sure. I'm pretty sure Samuels was the tallest ever. Yeah. Seems like something you'd know based yeah. on like yeah, the 15 minutes we've spent <laughs> together. Wouldn't. I trust you when you say well, that. I looked it up because I was like, if Taylor ever plays for it, I'm going to drop this fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not if, when Taylor plays for them. I'm yes. going to drop the when. fact. When. Oh yeah. And for, for you, so like captain of the U18 team mm-hmm. um, now, cause you're only 20 still. You're a senior. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. Young. First of all, how does that happen? Uh, okay. So I milk. skipped a gray when I was really young. <laughs> what? Milk. Oh, yeah, old, milk. That's all milk. Huh. I love milk. It's my favorite drink. Anyway. Oh, good to know. Um, <laughs> no, but when I was 
so I was born in Michigan and when I came to Las Vegas, something with the schooling system, I don't know, something was different. So my mom just bumped me up a grade. So huh. yeah, so now I was 17 as a freshman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so now, I don't know, I guess. So the next step for you is like the U23 team. That's the last mm-hmm. step before the full team. Mm-hmm. And you, is that going to be something like this spring? You're like hoping for a call up? Yeah. I mean, I just take it day by day. I, yeah. I don't really know when I'm going to get a call up, but that's something I hope for. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so we talked a little bit how tall Taylor is. The other end of the spectrum, in terms <laughs> of goalkeepers, there aren't many people much shorter than JJ. This is true. This you is know, very true. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to Danny a couple of weeks ago, uh, Danny Sanchez, the head coach of the soccer team. And he said, you know, honestly, I kind of rather have a short goalkeeper just because, I mean, I, I don't think he was ever going to say yeah, anything Jay. different. <laughs> like, like he's kind of stuck. We tried to stretch that. her out her freshman year and just didn't <laughs> work. So we just gave <laughs> <Yeah>. it up. <laughs> uh, but like, I mean, you see a lot of girls who are like super tall and it makes it easy to like reach up. Whereas you're just like super quick and agile and just like go get the ball, which is. And can do anything a six foot one goal can do. Like it's not like balls are going over your head. Let's hope not. Yeah. But like what's, I don't know. I know that there's like this American belief because your dad told me about it. that like keepers have to be tall and that that's something that like it plays more of a part here than in other parts of the world. Like what is that like? Like going to all the camps and stuff with mm-hmm. tall girls and I don't know. It's definitely frustrating. Um, I'll never forget because I used to be the tallest person in my grade because I was like this height oh, since really? like sixth grade. So I was really <laughs> tall as a kid and I was like, yeah, I've made it. <laughs> I was very sorely mistaken. My dad is 5'8", my mom is 5'2". Mm-hmm. Should have put two and two together. Very young, but yep. I didn't. Um, but I'll never forget my first camp and they just kept calling me short like the entire time and it would huh. blew my mind. I remember going home and I was like really upset and I was like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But at the same time, I think, um, it's got me to appreciate, um, my goalie coaches and how they've worked with me to get me to where I am now and really appreciate more importantly, CU because CU was the first school to ever say, I mean, Danny said, I don't, I don't care how tall you are. One, we recruit very tall here, field players, so blessed. I have noticed that. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but he, he's like, you're not, are you going to grow? And I was like, no. And he goes, okay, well then are you going to save the ball? And I said, yes. And he said, okay. So it's kind of Jason, Dave and Danny all believe in me and my teammates believe in me. So I don't try to read too much into it. However, I f- forget I'm short until people bring it up. <laughs> big mama. Yeah, big mama. And until, you know, I want to go play pro and hearing people say, mm-hmm. you know, you're short. Will you be able to play at the next level? this is the first year since I've been in college that I've really thought more about my height and well, whoa, I, that's actually a factor still. I kind of forgot huh. about that. But so I hope, you know, people just see how I play and take it from there. And it, hopefully the coaches can speak for me and yeah. my teammates can speak for me and I can speak for them. So I, I'm not too worried right now. Cause you've gone through like th- all the national team, like agility testing and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And your numbers are pretty solid. They're, they're good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You're quick. Yeah, yeah. She's quick. They can't, you can't measure heart. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean like you have all these things, but like you just have to like yeah. I produce. Think, yeah. Once I prove, I hopefully I'll prove myself at the next level and maybe I'll get another shot. And, um, huh. at the end of the day, just got to keep working. You, you never know. It, who knows? Maybe they don't want me for another reason. You never know. So I just try to keep working at every single aspect of my game and I can't control my height, sadly, but I can control distribution saves. I can control communication. So that's what I try to do. Okay. So before we move on, I want to talk a little bit about our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Um, as you guys who have been listening for a while know, 
Breckenridge Brewery is the original Colorado beer. They were established in Breckenridge, Colorado, uh, but their beers are so good that they've become more of a national brand. I think you can find their stuff in 36 different states, and if you haven't tried their beers yet, you definitely should because not only do they make good beer, they've been great to all of us at the DNVR. They're super supportive of local sports, and they deserve your support as well. Um, it's not just about how good the products are and they are really good. I still haven't gotten my hands on the mango mosaic, which I am really excited about, but the avalanche strawberry sky, Colorado core, you know, them all They're they're incredible beers. So definitely if you haven't yet, check them out. If you aren't sure where to find Breckenridge beers, you can use their beer locator on their website and put in what beer you want, what your zip code is, and it'll tell you where the nearest place you can find that beer is. Uh, it's a pretty cool feature, pretty cool people, incredible, incredible beer. So support them. And if you are looking for somewhere to buy Breckenridge beers, very good beers, then you should go to Total Beverage, another one of our awesome partners. They have massive warehouse type stores. They're just filled with different sorts of beer and liquor. They now have CBD products. They have anything you could want. Um, if you use the code uh, DNVR2019, you can get 30% off your purchase of $25 or more. You can use that code in their app or online, and they will deliver your beer or liquor or wine or whatever you want to get from there right to you, which is an awesome deal. You should definitely take advantage. They deliver from Lakewood to Boulder, Aurora to Bright Brighton, everywhere. Also, they have incredibly low prices and they're, again, really great people, which is why we partner with them. For those of you who haven't heard, the Buff soccer team actually went to France this summer and played some games there against some French soccer teams and went to World Cup games and hopefully like learned a lot about soccer. Yeah, because so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so like what, what, What's the like big takeaway from the trip to France? Like, what do people need to know? Like, Ooh, I don't know. Takeaway. Yeah. Hmm, from a soccer point? Or oh, like, just whatever. Like, what's the first thing you think when you think like trip to France? I think the Brazil Australia game. That's yeah. my first thought. Okay. Yeah. Marta. Marta. Yeah. I mean, it, just the atmosphere was so cool. I think I love America, but we're not. <laughs> we don't always. Um, the, the crowd and the atmosphere of the Brazilian fans and then the Australian fans was just incredible to see and um, just to experience that firsthand. And when I was sitting right behind the goal, just to see that. And right next to us was a Brazilian uh, section chanting. And I was wearing my Brazil shirt because I love Brazil. Interesting. Since I was a kid. Um, it was incredible. And just to see the passion for the game was amazing. And then obviously the Unreal Soccer players was even cooler. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Awesome. What about you, Taylor? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind, I was expecting French toast every morning. Oh, yeah, which but. makes sense. Like, how could you not? It's the name of the country. They have to eat that. No, but Sorely we mistaken. got served ham and cheese. It's just called toast. Oh, yes. It's just called toast. Okay. Well, no, we got served ham and cheese and then warm milk. And, and I love like milk. just like no toast so at all? No toast. No toast, not even but like they have not baguettes. French toast. And croissants. Oh. And, oh, yeah, and croissants. Just how long were you guys there? Can't. Uh... Ten, 10 days. days? And no French toast. And no French toast. Not even once? Crepes, though. Crepes, the crepes okay. were crepes unbelievable. So okay, yeah. I love the food, but, like, the breakfast was a little disappointing, but huh. the crepes were really good. 
<laughs> Second place, Montpellier was so. Oh, did yeah. I say it right? See the accent? Montpellier. I would Montpellier. always say it wrong. I just add accents to things and see if it sounds right. Use yeah. Not if it does. I don't think, actually, this is another good plug for our podcast. We actually got somebody yesterday who listened to the show from Slovenia. Oh, whoa. Yeah, which means we have now been listened to in 25 different countries, including France. Hey. Wow. So, like, if people are in France. Alela's mm. buffs. Yes. See, I have no oh idea God. if that's right, but it totally sounds right. Thank you. I practiced yes. it many times. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I know zero French. So that's <laughs> French in kindergarten. Okay. If people go to France, what do they need to check out? I personally loved going to the Louvre. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Like the Mona Lisa was really cool, but it was kind of like, it was so, there's so many people there and like the painting's so small, but like just being like around it, you know, mm. like that was a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% that I would yeah. I'd love to live and yeah. I like the the art from other places was all in there too like yeah. just took a class and we learned about the Etruscans and that was feature- I was loving that what's an Etruscan I think it's a place but you it was think? Their didn't art. you just take the class I took the class in spring <laughs> okay. I just know they like we will it was, a, it was a death class so I don't we learned about their funeral uh, practices oh it was really cool yeah okay okay we're gonna go on a tangent on that though <laughs> oh, like what, what do we need to know about that. like the the funeral practices like is there anything really crazy like if there's a class, there has to be. Well, there's some crazy things just out there, but like, it's cool. Like I believe okay. it was in Egypt to mourn. They like rip out their hair and stuff like wow. that, which was really interesting. And like, if you don't mourn like openly like that, it's just different. But I did my, Ooh. I had a burner, I had a cremated chicken for the class. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Where did and, you get the chicken? Um, Safeway, <laughs> like two oh. <laughs> chickens. We had to build it in the backyard. Um, so, so like, it's just like, it, like, uh, dress it up. I had to put coins stuff. on the What do you call that? Plucked? Plucked, uh, yes. It was a raw three pound chicken. Headless. Headless. Okay. So um, you had, did it after the game, didn't after you? After the game, after the Air Force game in the spring. Oh. I had, we went to PKs and all this stuff because we wanted to practice. I was late. It took six hours to burn. So it was four o'clock. I'm driving to Whoa. my friend's house in, um. Niwot, Colorado. <laughs> we, built, we had to build a chicken cremation chamber. For one, and then the other one was like a pit, like a pyre. So I pronounce it fire pyre. Don't ask me. You took Funeral the class. Pyre, yeah. And yeah. Put, yeah. I have a lot of pictures, a lot of videos. And then my favorite part was Danny messaged me. He goes, you left early from the game to barbecue a chicken. <laughs> I wrote, yep. What a weird class. It like, was awesome. It, was, it sounds like it's sticking with you though. Oh, it was one of my favorite classes. Yeah. But back to France. Of Louvre course. Was yeah, awesome. Thank you. That's supposed to be also, my job. Also the Palace of Versailles was sick. Oh, yeah. I've also heard that about that. That was so cool. And the, got some great Instagram pictures. I think the entire mm. feed from our team was the gardens was awesome okay how, how many gardens they have like five they were huge yeah it's a lot of that's a lot of gardens yeah. yeah and they gave us these little headsets so we like actually knew what we were looking at yeah. oh. which is cool so. So, so like you each had like doesn't that make it tough to like talk to each other though like well, is I don't it more think fun well anyway. we're we're female so all we were doing the entire time was our phones ah, <laughs> of course there's no talking of course. Your phone. there's no reason yeah. to talk exactly <laughs> why would you ever talk um <laughs> Okay, maybe talk about soccer from France. Uh, not only did you see the Brazil game, you also saw the U.S. play Thailand. Thailand. Yeah, they the, that was like the thirteen zero game, yes. right? Yeah, that was the one where I got sent from the office to go pick up jerky in like the last five minutes and missed Mallory Pugh's goal, and that's the that's only reason I watched the entire game. I was like, she's gonna get one, uh, so that was frustrating for me. But I don't think people care about my experience with that game nearly as much as they care about yours. Um, What's that like seeing like the U.S. women's national team? Like, do did you know any of those girls from playing with them? Or they they're a little bit older. 
Well, former buff Megan Massey, her, oh, her best okay. friend. Yep. Should have had that one. Yeah, <laughs> her best friend is Mal Pugh. So she would always come up to Boulder and like oh. we would always hang out with her. So yeah. it was okay. cool seeing her and like watching her score. That was really yeah. awesome. I've heard. I didn't no, get but to. I think it was a cool experience, like especially for us, like when we aspire to be one of mm-hmm. them, you know, like just to see um, what it would be like to play in front of all those people. So. Mm-hmm. And that's my takeaway from huh. it. And the fans were awesome, both sides. I mean, mm-hmm. the Thailand section, you couldn't huh. even, you couldn't tell if it was one zero them or thirteen zero us. Like yeah. they really? were popping, they were jumping, dancing, yeah. running, and it was it was really cool because um, U.S. has come so far in our soccer, mm-hmm. and they put so much money into the federation, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but to know like a country like Thailand who might not have as much resources into the fed, like I think that was awesome that their fans were supporting. And you know, they they cheer. They did a standing ovation. I'm pretty sure for them afterwards, and so that was really cool. And I I love Mal. We went to U.S. camp together when we were younger, okay. and so she, she's amazing. And to watch her score was really cool. It was it, Tatum knows her very well as well, so that oh, was yeah. pretty oh, yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen Tatum around like a few times. I feel like I should introduce myself, and I'm like, oh, this is like a weird thing. Like <laughs> I shouldn't. Say, I, I watch you on TV all the time. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't, yeah. Uh, weird little tangent for me though. Um, so. You mentioned that you wore like a Brazil shirt, you're like a Brazil fan. When they play the U.S., though, you're cheering for the U.S., right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, Just yeah, want to yeah. make sure. Uh, they were first time I played on the FIFA when I was nine. You saw oh, Adriano, okay. Ronaldinho, mm-hmm. um, Ronaldo. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I love them since then, and then I've supported them, and it's hard one. I just want a good game, really, when they play each other. Okay. But you know, I am okay. American, so let's go <laughs> USA. And it's I don't know. It seems like after that World Cup, like things really took off for women's soccer. For like sure. I know for me, even like I really didn't pay much attention before that world cup. And then I'm like glued in watching every game, not even just for like the U S but like all the teams because it is so exciting. And then like, I, I honestly feel like part of the reason I've been so interested in you guys has been because of that world cup. Have you guys felt all that same like energy that's building around women's soccer in the U S yeah, for sure. Um, I think we should definitely have equal pay. That is hey, one thing one. that yeah. I'm like so set on. But I think um, a few years back, I think when Hope Solo came, yeah, oh. she's going around talking oh, yeah. about going around each country, like like fighting for equal pay for women and stuff like that. But I think just her, having her there doing that and and the World Cup, like all of it, I just think it's like really cool to, to watch and like see it grow. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like my Twitter feed for the first week after they won the World Cup was just blowing up with women's soccer stuff. And I don't really feel like it's died down too much. I mean, it's still, I mean, like, you know, throw some other things in there, go see mm-hmm. about football. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's still it's still up there. I mean, the secret donating their money, the campaign, yeah. I can't remember what they did. Yeah, uh, no, Budweiser. it's crazy now because, like, half of my Instagram feed is, like, a soccer player, like, using th- that deodorant, oh, yeah. which is a deodorant. weird thing. Yeah. Like- and so I just think it's... You know, you don't really appreciate in the moment when people are changing history. Mm-hmm. And I think watching the World Cup live and then seeing them win it like, on TV and seeing the reaction, I think, at least for me personally, I can appreciate watching history change. Like we're mm-hmm. we're seeing it now that like women's sports are being more appreciated. And um, I think that's inspiring. And so then we come and our season's starting and we're very excited and people are coming to our games and we got a great crowd and all of athletics is supporting all of athletics. And I think it's just from top to bottom. I think they yeah. started that up there with that change for equal pay mm-hmm. and then winning, backing it up. And then the hype behind them kind of transfers over to the little guys like us here in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they, I don't know. Part of it's just that they're so easy to cheer for too. Mm-hmm. Like after every game, like they're using the internet well to like build their brand. Like mm-hmm. they're on Twitter, they're on Instagram, Snapchat, like all that stuff. They're just like broadcasting all of it and you feel like you're a part of it. That's something that they've done really well that I think that 
I don't know. Even, even if like outside of the sports world, like is something you can pull from, even for people like us at DNVR, like we look back and we're like, Oh wow, that was really cool stuff. Look at how they built all this. I don't know. It's, it's just very modern and very new and where you see football get dragged down and like people are hurting their heads and all the stuff that comes with that and all these other sports like baseball is kind of slowing down (laughs) to see them be so modern and so fun and so easy to root for. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I wish they had it. more tournaments and stuff. I wish it wasn't just like, yeah, I think that would be awesome. And just like more like intense tournaments too, than just the world cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because I don't know, there isn't the same attention that's paid to the club women's soccer. Like, like obviously the men's world cup is still going to get more viewers, all that kind of stuff. But that gap is closing a lot faster than I feel like the club gap is closing. I, I had never thought of that. Like having more tournaments, having more matches, yeah. But I would love to go see them, and that's just not an option. They had yeah. the. Uh, I wish there was more West Coast teams. That's what kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Denver true. doesn't have one. I LA wish, doesn't have one. Yeah. I think do they? No. No, I'm pretty sure they don't. It would be awesome if they did. But they had the uh, international championships tournament or whatever tournament. Huh. Wow, I just sounded really New York. Today. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> wow. Um, but like, uh, who was it? Leon come and came and played uh, NC Courage. Okay. And while I was staying in a hotel because I didn't have a place to live, my lease was up. But we watched it on TV, <laughs> me and my two or three roommates at the time in the hotel. And that was cool because that was the first time I really like, it's like, yeah, it's a Champions League team who won the Champions League and then like NC Courage who won the yeah. NWSL. Like, let's watch it. And I would, not that I would normally wouldn't turn it on, but it's, that was exciting. It was first time I've seen something like that happen. Yeah. And now you see like the individual soccer players as well, just having their own brand. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, I could name three times as many women's soccer players at this point than American men's soccer <laughs> yeah. players, which is not anything that I would have expected like a year ago, two years ago, even. But Same. when, when you see like they drop the lineups on Twitter or something and you see these names that you watch, you're like, Oh, I got to turn it on. I got to check it out. I don't know. It's, it's just, I don't know. I've been really excited about it and I've just assumed that you guys would be too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes sure. sense. Yeah. Sure. It's awesome. Okay. Uh, before we keep talking soccer, there are two things I need to tell you about. First is the DNVR Blake Street Tavern tailgate that will be on Franklin Field before Saturday's game against Arizona, and it's going to be a blast. If you don't know what to do before the game or you just are looking for something better to do because we're going to be more fun, then definitely come hang out with us. I think we're on the west side stall 12. Um, It's been a lot of fun the last couple times. I'll be out there for a while. Obviously, I have some work to do, too, so I might not be quite as much fun as the rest of the DNVR crew and definitely not as fun as the Blake Street Tavern crew. But come say hi. We'd love to see you. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, It's a great time. Also, also, I want to tell you about Strava Craft Coffee, the awesome CBD-enriched coffee that is changing lives. Um, if, If you have... Any sort of physical pain, you know, migraines, back pain, or even mental stuff like anxiety, CBD has probably helped somebody resolve that issue. Um, again, Strava Craft Coffee brews the CBD into the coffee in a way that I do not understand, but people say that it has really changed their life, and I believe them. So if you're looking for another way to add CBD into your life or if you have some symptom of something that's acting up uh, and just want to try CBD, go to Strava Craft Coffee because they have helped a lot of people in your shoes. Um, If you use code BSN2019 at checkout, you can take 20% off of your order and they will ship it straight to your door. 
So definitely do that. Again, CBD, all natural, not psychoactive. If if you have any reason at all to give it a try, or if you just want to try a new brand of coffee, go to StravaCraft. Okay, so during that break, uh, JJ brought up the compliance videos, and we definitely need to talk about those. <laughs> Thank goodness. I was totally going to forget about those. I played myself. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys don't follow the Buffs Compliance Twitter account, you definitely should, because all of their content is incredible. They are funny. They are funny. So I covered the University of Montana last year as a student. We don't know each other at all, and this makes this whole thing a little bit weird. That was to the podcast listeners, not to you guys. Uh, But their compliance Twitter account just posts the rules and says all the things you can't do, and so nobody cares about it. What the Buffs compliance Twitter account does is makes videos with all of the student athletes. JJ, how would you explain those videos? What what are those? Well, there's different themes every year. So my first year I got dragged into it. I okay. was uh, told I'd just come to the Dow Ward Academic Center and just film this video. And it was super Olympic themed. So I had like, I won medals, but they say the rules in the script. So this year was okay. commercials. So I did the Skittles. Oh, okay. The Skittles yep. There's like a Snickers one. <laughs> Snickers. Yep. You know, I was pretending to be Tyler Bay, I'm pretty sure. And I was trying to like play basketball. And you I, were really bad. Not true. Yeah. I got handled. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Eighth grade me Stop would be really it. proud of me right now. Um, yeah, the Skittles pox. I think there was a hump day from the Geico commercial. That was really funny. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, basically, JJ has starred in all of these commercials and they've been so much fun. Taylor, on the other hand, I haven't noticed you in have not, any of them. I have not starred not? in any. I'm not too sure why. Camera shy? Camera I am shy? a little camera shy. But not podcast shy. <laughs> not podcast shy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't like cameras very much. But I, I seriously love I those I can't videos. say no to people. I'm a people pleaser till I die. And so oh. I was... So when they tell you to like, they're like, can you do like it? I said, coach? yeah, so, yeah. Did you just do it. <laughs> that one, that one, I wasn't even supposed to be me. Somebody didn't show up. So I had to do it. I was like, who did the Skittles one? Her, you and Kaylee? Me, Kaylee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Jesse was supposed to be in one of them and she refused. So I was forced to, I just can't say no. It's, it really cuts into my naps, but that's okay. Oh yeah. Big nap person. Big nap person. Yeah. I can agree. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What, when do you guys practice? You guys have pretty early practices, right? Like, what does a day look like for you guys? Okay, so <laughs> today's a Wednesday, by the way. Let's so, just run through a Wednesday. Okay, we run through a Wednesday with my class schedule. Should I do that? Yeah, sure. Okay, so wake up around seven forty-five ish, get ready for practice, and then we go straight to Champion Center to eat breakfast. Okay. In the cafe, and then um, if you need treatment, you would go to Dow Ward in the training room to get treatment um, and taped, and then we come to practice. We have to get there thirty to forty-five or. 30 to 15 minutes early, oh, okay. something like that. And then we'll sit in the locker room. And then today, since we have a game tomorrow, we did film on Oregon. And then we scouted them, did a scouting report, and then practice from 9 to 11. 11, yeah. And then we come back to Dow, um, do recovery, ice baths, recovery boots, whatever. And then, um, <laughs> then we eat. And then my class schedule goes from 12 to 145 on one class. It's so long. That's really long. Yeah. It's my capstone. What, wait, what's it, it called? Uh, Stratcom campaigns. Oh wow. Two abbreviations in the name. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It's not fun. But anyway. Oh. <laughs> um, and then I have a break. Well, normally people just actually, you don't even have class to you today. No. no yeah. She's less. Uh, no. <laughs> Naps. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, Oh yeah, that's right. Do you graduated though, right? I fake graduated. 
Oh, you good f- idea. Oh, I also I didn't know that, that was an option. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody huh. can go and graduate. You just need your diploma to actually you know, get a job somewhere. Oh. You just throw on the cap, cap and gown, go out there, <laughs> sit in a snowstorm. <laughs> Parents cry because it's so cold. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a day. That was huh. a legendary that ceremony. Was, that was awesome. <laughs> in the snow. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Back to the class schedule, though. Okay. JJ took over again. So, <laughs> so then I have a break from like 1.45 to 3. Then I have juvenile delinquency at 3 o'clock. Like, then that's a class, not just like what you do with your oh, free time. Oh, definitely a class. No, okay. I'm not a delinquent. Um, and then... <laughs> plug that. Make sure. Um, <laughs> not a delinquent. There's our tag. That's what's um, going on, <laughs> um, And then I have a night class from 6 to 8.30. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What class is when's, that? It's called story design. Actually, it's really fun. Okay, yeah. All you do is just make videos and groups and then you can't grade creativity, air quote. So if you just do oh it, you get goodness. an A. So yeah, one of my favorite classes. That sounds like a great class. Yeah. You can't grade creativity. Exactly. Like if that professor can't grade creativity, yeah. what's he doing teaching a creativity class? No, it like just you doesn't just make like, sense. yeah, you just can't. Like what do you, cause like some people are less creative. That's like not your fault, I guess. You so you know? just like grade it yourself? You just get an A for its completion. Yeah. Wow. That's one like, of my favorite classes <laughs> ever. I, I, I like look over at Seth to make sure this is something you're supposed to be saying. Cause it isn't like a North Carolina, like fake paper class oh, or whatever. Cause this does not sound <laughs> like, oh uh, yeah. Integrity. Thank you. Inte- oh, of course. Yes. Water code. Of, how? Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible though. But like, yeah. wh- is it helpful? Like you feel like you can tell stories, like make videos and stuff. I mean, at least it's like, <laughs> okay, we're spiraling. Honestly, yeah, honestly, it's just, it's just a fun class. Let's I, mean, just leave I don't know. <laughs> I guess like you could take like yoga or basketball or like pool or whatever yeah. too. Contemporary dance. I took that. Oh, oh yeah. How'd you do? We'll never. Not my best class. No. Yeah. I had to take a pass fail because. What'd you get? Not a big dancer. Well, she told, well, we missed so many classes. She told me I was going to fail. <laughs> um, but then my other teammate who took it, she got an A and I, but I took a pass fail because I couldn't. Bank huh. on getting an A, so I wasn't gonna let <laughs> contemporary dance take down my GPA. Yeah. So I got a pass. Okay. Barely. Can't ask for much more than that. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if I would have failed and I had to put that on my tran, can you imagine my like future job people going, how did you fail contemporary dance? Ugh. <laughs> it's just that would look bad. Look really I feel bad. like at so least funny. University of Montana, like you just take those classes, you just have to show up and they give oh, you not this one. This was intense. She grades creativity. Re- oh yes. And then she filmed us and we had to rewatch it. Oh, that would sure. be terrible. Oh, it was horrible. Oh oh. Yeah, yeah. I practiced it. My roommate was like, what are you doing? Because it's not like hip hop. It's You think you could hip hop dance though? It's what you're- I'm not saying Absolutely I'm not. Hey, hey, hey. Absolutely hey. not. I've gotten better. I'm watching some tutorials. I, I do not want to see it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Maybe the next, maybe the next one's a video instead of a podcast. I remember my routine. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we should probably talk about sports again. Um, yeah, there we go. Oh, here's here's a question for you guys. So California passes like the bill, the fair play, fair pay to play bill. Basically, like you guys could potentially in the future use your likeness to profit. Do you guys have any takes on that? Just kind of throwing that at you Um, out of nowhere. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that would be really cool. That's all I have to say. Like, that would be so cool. Yeah, I'm in I'm in SAC and we've been we talked about it right before it was passed oh, really? or whatever. Yeah. Before they were debating signing it, we talked about it as a, a group. Um, I and think so explain SAC first for stat- the people who don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's an acronym for you guys. Um, it's <laughs> student athlete advisory committee. Okay. Um, and I'm, uh, like a co VP with a couple other people. Yeah, a little flex there. Yeah. A little flex. No, <laughs> I have a great group. I really do not. I really don't do anything. They're great. Um, but 
we just we talked and i think it's awesome that you could like get your name out there i just think it just depends on how it affects smaller schools and how it affects people who aren't on full rides and where the money goes. I'm just very confused and all that. I know. And it seems like that's the take. Like even Mel Tucker said yesterday, I mean, as I'm sure you guys were following along with my tweets, he, he said, uh, I don't really know what's going to happen. I don't think anybody really knows what's going to happen. It's just like confusing, but as student athletes yourselves, is it like scary? Is it exciting? I mean, it's really not going to affect you exciting. guys. I think it's really yeah. exciting. Yeah. Okay. I would just be confused on like where, how much money goes to yeah. who and yeah. And how title nine would be involved. I think as like women, yeah. that's really important to yeah. understand. Like, would women's sports get cut because they have to pay or, I mean, they're not allowed to do that. So I don't know. These are things we talked about in SAC and I'm just restating them. Cause no, no, we love it. These are like the insights that people are here for. Yeah, yeah. kind of lame. You're in all these clubs and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, I can't say no. <laughs> oh yeah. Forgot yeah. About that. You do like the Boulder buffs. Yeah. Club, Jesus. Too. I can't. yeah. It's another thing Taylor can't doesn't do. Can't say no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, JJ? Yeah. <laughs> I nap a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's the only yeah. thing I do. What, what, Want to give like a rundown of the Boulder Buffs thing too? Yeah. Over here, plug that. Yeah. Good things that plug. CU does. Um, yeah, no, this is awesome. This is probably like my favorite thing besides soccer. Um, it's just a student athlete. Um, oh, what's the word? Oh my gosh, I'm struggling on the word. It's a mental health group where we are peers, like peer advocacy, peer advocacy group is what it's called. Um, where we just work with, we meet once a month um, and just talk about, you know, different mental health education, um, things we want to see in athletics, trying to destigmatize uh, all different types of mental health. They have mental health monthlies. Uh, it's a really bad description of it, but it's awesome. <laughs> Rick really pushed for it just to get started. He gives a little bit of money to start the group. Um, huh. Aaron Rubin King and Rachel Walker, I believe is her last, she's new. Uh, but have you guys spent much time with Rick George? Rick, Rick? George. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Rick is the goat. Really? I love him. Oh, Why? He's amazing. He's just such a people person. He cares about all of us. Like, huh. like, like how, how does he care about you? Like, how do you know that? He's just always supports us. Like when you look on his social media, he's always looking and then congratulating mm -hmm. me when I walk through the halls and all this stuff. And like, I'm just, I really love him. He's surprisingly <laughs> active on Twitter. Oh yeah. Very. So, like, yeah. He actually just followed me last hey. week. Oh. I, know when I was going to, I was going to tweet something like, uh, you know, if, if I feel like I'm being pretty flowery about CU going forward because Rick George just, uh, just followed <laughs> yeah. me, it's going to be like my flex. And then like two what days later, honor. Taylor followed me. Hey. So I was like double need to like do something. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of like a weird joke. <laughs> I want to throw and out killed that. it. <laughs> Rick George knows I'm pretty sure every student athlete's name really? in our department. I mean, it's crazy. You will walk in an elevator and he'll say, Hey JJ, where are you going? Or Hey Allie, where are you going? It's, huh. it's incredible. And I don't know many other schools that have that connection. And mm -hmm. he's just, where do you go where you feel like, I feel like we're a football team. We get treated like luxury yeah. as women's sports. I mean, where can, where else do you go in the country where you feel like that? Mm -hmm. I'm not maybe North Carolina. Yeah. But he makes you feel like you are the most important sport and you're the most important player in your field on the team, whether mm -hmm. it's, you play zero minutes, you play all minutes. He makes you just feel like you're part of this department and you affect the culture, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Uh, what what about Mel Tucker? You know you know much about Mel Tucker? Spent much time with him? I only saw him in the elevator. He thought I was a volleyball player. But, <laughs> but you know, who doesn't think I'm a volleyball exactly. player? Exactly. Like so. you do look a lot more like a volleyball player than a soccer player, to be yeah. honest. But I heard great things about him, so. Yeah, okay, well that's good. Yeah. What about you, JJ? Um, I've ran into him, ran into him all the time. Including was, on the road. On the road, yes. Yes, Sorry. almost literally. Yes, um, <laughs> he doesn't know that, so. But no, he's always so nice. He's always tweeting at us and like supporting us. And I think that's really important. Like I think when everybody gets behind behind everybody in the athletic department, good, great things are happening. And I think that's obviously what's happening with the results mm -hmm. on the field. 
Okay, before we get out of here, we do have two comments, which we always read on the podcast. So definitely subscribe to thednvr.com so that you can leave your own comments, which we will answer. And it probably won't be as fun as today in the future because these are football questions for soccer players who... Do you guys like pay attention to the soccer games or the football games at all? Like, I like watch going them? and cheering. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you're definitely qualified. What about you, JJ? Yeah, my brother played college football, so we're a football That's family. Right. Oh. Uh, your brother played college basketball, yeah. right? Or he still plays? Yeah, he plays at Cal State Dominguez Hills. It's really weird that they write all these things about you guys, <laughs> and so I can just read them and come in with like strange <laughs> knowledge to these conversations. Okay, uh, first comment is a long one from our guy, Ben Bechter, who says... While the bye week was much needed for the team, thank God it's finally over, especially given the disaster that is the Denver Broncos. Sigh. On Montez, after rewatching the ASU game, I really noticed how much better his pocket presence and footwork was. If another full week of working on it with Jay improves it even more, he could really start to turn a corner. He can be very frustrating, but I think people's expectations of him are out of whack because of his first start at Oregon. Let's not forget he was not a highly regarded recruit and more of a diamond in the rough. He was severely outplayed, or he, he has severe outplayed his expectations coming into CU. In my opinion, he is near the bottom of the list of concerns for this team and the best quarterback at CU in a long, long time. Uh, starting to see... Oh, there is there is a question. Uh, looking forward to next year. <laughs> I'm guessing we will be in the market for a grad transfer QB, although I'm very excited for Brendan Lewis, the 2020 quarterback commit. Uh, do, do you your, do yourself a favor... Oh, I saw the do and thought it was not a question. Do yourself a favor and look up his highlights from this past weekend. Ran for over 200 yards, threw for over 300, and had seven total touchdowns in a high-level Texas football game. Actually saw those highlights. And he's actually going to be on campus on Saturday. So maybe we can bring him to the tailgate and show him a good time. Not give him alcohol, because that's what it sounds like I'm saying, but just like hang out and talk. Compliance. Want to be very clear about Are that because we compliance? can't. I wonder how that works. It doesn't matter. Um, um, was there anything in there that we need to discuss? Okay, how about soccer recruiting? Just because it's kind of similar. Taylor, when did you commit to go to Colorado? I committed my sophomore year in high school. Which is insane. Yeah, it's so weird that you guys can do that. Like, did yeah. you ever like doubt it being a good idea? Well, cause you were what, like 15. Yeah, I was really young. 14, um, but yeah. I think I, I never really doubted it because once I came on my official visit or unofficial visit, I guess, um, it was such a beautiful campus, a beautiful huh. place. Like I love the coaches and my main thing was to play in the PAC 12. Okay. And at the time, I don't think I was nearly the player I was today at were all. Were you tall? I was tall. Okay. Yeah, I, I was pretty tall. I was always tall. But um, <laughs> no, but I only got recruited by two schools and it was here in Pepperdine. But like, wouldn't you have gotten recruited by more schools in the next like if three I, years of being in high school? Yeah, if I would have huh. waited. But I don't know. I just kind of, once I came here, I was like, oh, this is yeah. perfect for me. So yeah. What about you, JJ? Yeah, I came in when I was a sophomore in high school yeah. in a hotel room in California all alone. <laughs> Was super weird. Ooh, that's really weird. It was really weird. My parents why were, were back you, up. We were like, oh, why uh, did you choose that time? Why did you did the, you want a weird story? No, like I was. My parents were. We were at ECNL, San Diego ECNL oh, event, yeah. and the coach. I called the coaches to, just to see like how the recruiting was going. They had offered me, and I was like, I need more time. And they're like, Okay, well, we want you, but you need we need a decision. Whoa. And I was just like, Yeah, they they didn't they gave you like a time limit. Yeah, they give you a time limit. Yeah. Oh, that's like, that's bad. <laughs> That's, that's really yeah. frustrating because like I just realized like Taylor, you're also not old for your age. You're a 20 year old senior <laughs> yeah. going back like four years or that's the yeah. terrible, terrible math. Not even close <laughs> to right. But, but, but you had to be like 14 when you decided where you were going yeah, to college. I was like 14, 15, I think. 
Oh, but I'm whoa. really young. That's a different world. Yeah. That's really weird. Mm -hmm. Okay. We do have another question that is 100% question. Also love hearing your thoughts, Ben Bechter. I know we're kind of like dissing you for that, but <laughs> people want football talk. That's just the truth. Uh, Buff and Dan says, would love to hear from coach Tucker, his philosophy on going on offense first when we win the toss. Uh, so guys, you win the coin toss, you taking the ball first or are you going on defense and why? We take our side that we warm up on. Okay. Yeah, win the battle, win the war. Win the battle. That's what we say. Win the coin toss. Okay. First battle won. Yeah. <laughs> you got to win a war. Yeah. Do you think like there's, I wonder, I wonder if you could go back in the stats and see if the team that won the coin toss actually won the game. Like Florida State, did you guys blow the coin toss? Do you remember that? No, we won the coin toss. We won well, that game. Oh. It's not always like, it depends on what you want. Sometimes you want kickoff. Sometimes you want the field mm -hmm. positioning. Okay. It just depends. So. Okay. We're, we're, we're decent. We get decent results. One time we didn't get it and I was like, oh my God, are I we going like, <laughs> to So it's okay. I feel like every time they win it, they give us what we want. Yeah. You know, so oh. that's why we Psyche. say okay. lose, says, lose the battle, the but win the war. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you guys have anything else that you want to talk about? Because I think we've pretty much covered everything because it's been about an hour. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. I guess that's it. Uh, tomorrow <laughs> at 3.30, uh, Taylor and JJ and the rest of their soccer teammates will be at Prent Up Field to play Oregon, which will be a lot of fun because, first of all, the soccer. First of all, soccer, but also because the first 200 fans get free CU Vuvuzelas, which you can bring home and do. I mean, first of all, you got to use them at the game, but then bring them home and like yeah. mess around with them. <laughs> I think I'm going to bring mine home and put it in our studio where we take the videos as like a prop. Uh, and then I can, I don't, I don't know why. Okay. That was a weird tangent. We don't need to go there. Uh, I've just been talking too much. Um, but then again, on Sunday, they also play a soccer game at two o'clock. They play Oregon state receiving votes in the coaches poll, which means that they are good, but not as good as the buffs. So come watch the buffs win, win some soccer. Not say that. No, but you don't have to. That's why I'm here. That's my job. Um, all right. That's it for today. I will be back tomorrow to talk football because we do that here. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming on. Thank uh, you. Bye. I think they like my Colorado sway. Cause when I'm in it play, I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in it go, you know I'm acting bad. Holly get a bus with my Colorado sway. My Colorado sway. My Colorado sway. I think they like, I think they like my Colorado sway. My Colorado sway. Patiently awaiting When I hit the field, it's so hard to behave I'm Colorado swagging at the crowd, do the wave Look into my eyes, I can tell that you afraid Cause you know we finna hit ya, hit ya, hit ya, hit ya. Hey, hey. You on your own now, why you watching the official? You just better hope you make it to the next whistle And we ain't playing with you, you can get it anytime It started at the scrimmage, we gon' win it at the line My Colorado swag in the middle
Westside, Flatline, no revival. Get them thugs, get them bugs, mess them up, we say we got them. If we don't, then we'll get them. When we see them, then we have them. like my Colorado swag, cause when I'm in that play, I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in that go, you know I'm acting bad. Holla, get them bugs with my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag, my Colorado swag. I think they like, I think they like my